Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome, everybody. I know that some of you have missed us. Maybe a lot of you have missed us. I don't know. It's Is It Just Me, the podcast that went away all summer, but now we're back, back to school and ready to take on more topics in what my lovely co-host James Williams calls the news night of nonsense. Hello, hello James. Hello, Joe Elvin. How the hell are you? I'm really well. I do feel like it's been an age. I know. I almost feel like I've forgotten to speak. I can't actually, I don't know how this is going to go today. I forgot what you look like. I know. I've missed you. And have I've missed you? our lovely, I have. I feel like I haven't seen you for ages oh you've I been know. away to australia and, you, and you've been off being all a-list and glamorous with well, the gq I awards i don't know about that but yeah, yeah. it's over now back <laughs> yeah. to this day job and we are so excited to be back because i i have missed the podcast as well so and so I. today we're going to be getting into a load of incredibly nonsensical <laughs> but otherwise in fact you know yeah. at the same time crucial topics same shit different shovel you know with, they know what they're here for joe exactly with one of my favorite favorite TV stars. It's only the glorious Miss Vicky Patterson. Hey. <laughs> what an introduction. I know, I'm good at that. But Do you, you say yeah. that about everyone? Well, no. yes, but I, in, in your case, I mean it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you see that about everyone as well? Well, the yeah. thing is, though, <laughs> see, Vicky doesn't remember because I'm one of the little people that she left That's behind. But once, <laughs> once we did host an episode of this morning's fashion segment together. Oh. And, yeah, and she's forgotten all about it. Did, Vicky, did you have that look when you <laughs> saw Joe today and she said, hi, and you had that flipper chart look in your eye. You were literally going through your Rolodex in your head going, who is she? Which I know that face. <laughs> no, I remember Joe straight away. I don't know yeah, what she's talking yeah. about. I remember the picture we took. <laughs> we did, we need to recreate that one. 110 That could be our, our annual Christmas card for Steve. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? I mean, you've got a thing. What we're talking about is flipping our finger to a mutual I friend. know, I feel like I'm right gooseberry sat yeah. here. Yeah, well, we'll, loving. we'll flip you the finger as well, darling. Oh, thank Don't you. you okay. Anything for yeah. you. And I do have to have Joe's back on this, though, Vicky. I have to say, you are just one of those people. I think you could say anything, mm. and it's just fucking hilarious. <laughs> I don't know. Ah, you've the ju- pressure. Now, that now is we're a- all just going to look at you <laughs> and, and wait for the next thing that you say. <laughs> yeah, can I? But no, I say that. instantly nervous. 
I'd say that as somebody from Wales, because somebody once said to me that they, the Welsh accent is just naturally comedic. That's why Gavin and Stacey is hilarious. Because yep. basically, you could say the most depressing sentence on God's earth. Like, <laughs> I have terminal cancer, I have four months to live. But if you say in a Welsh accent, everyone just starts laughing. Oh, I don't God. think that's true. What, no, what, no, but, <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing. I'm laughing, no, but, but That's why I like, well, being Australian as well, and we're going to talk about MasterChef in a minute, mm. but um, I really love it when they say things like, well, you really shone in the bolognese challenge. <laughs> the bolognese? Yeah. Yeah. See, it's like that with the Walsh accent. Yeah. So I just think, you know, sometimes do you find, because you are a very funny person, mm. I think that's why you've probably done so well in your TV <laughs> career. Um, do you sometimes find sometimes people then when you're being deadly serious sometimes don't realise? I think my accent, like you said with a Welsh one, it plays a massive part, um, especially when I'm down south. I've relocated here now and I'm a bit of a novelty. The Geordie accent's quite musical. Um, we always go up at the end. I think people just, I think people are drawn to it. We're a friendly accent. It's why we've got so many call centres in the north. Did you <laughs> know that? Well, now, now you mention it, yes. That <laughs> does make a lot of sense. Because you can't cancel your sky to a Geordie person. That's why. <laughs> They're too that jolly. Really? It's true. Yeah. Yeah. I would never cancel my sky. <laughs> Ever anyway. That way madness lies. That way madness lies. Do you, you are so funny. And when uh, you won the jungle, obviously it was because, you, you know, you just so naturally sort of like come out with those little I'm not going to be able to get out of here, am I? No, but do you, <laughs> sit at, do you sit at home and sort of like store one line as you lie in bed and think, oh, that's a good one. I'll park that one. I'll, I'll whip that one out tomorrow. Um, so most of the things I see are really organic and on the spot and quite observational. I tend to draw it off what I see. Um, I can't help myself. But I'm going to let you in on a massive secret here. I've actually got a very funny friend named Gav who's far funnier than I am. Is he, is he a Geordie as well? No, he's actually from Southampton. Oh. Not where you'd initially go to for the home of <laughs> I just think comedy. Geordie Gav just had a really good ring. I know it does, actually. Yeah. <laughs> he's very tall. We could call him like Long Gav. Okay. Long Gav, if you want. Yeah. So Long Gav. And Gangly he's Gav. Gangly Gav. Gangly Gav. Gangly Gav. Yeah. Nice alliteration. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's actually a lot funnier than I am. So his... His line, which um, ended up being sort of my signature phrase in the jungle, which was, I'm buzzing like an old fridge, was actually something he'd given to me <laughs> years before. Just take it. Yeah. I can't. Just I'm too honest. No. I'm too honest. Don't I encourage this plagiarism, <laughs> Joe Elvin. Um, Plus, uh, I need to keep knocking around with Gav because I need to keep getting the gems. Do you get the text going, you just use another one of mine there? Yeah, I, he's like, you bastard. Yeah. You stole that from me. Easy. Trying <laughs> to I'm, bill you for it. <laughs> you should actually. Can't be right. But at least I'm Gav. getting them famous Gang. in some, some <laughs> yeah. sense. Well, Gangly Gav's going to be trending soon. After well, the hashtag Gangly Gav. Oh. Hashtag Vicky the Thief as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Vicky Tea Leaf. Oh. Yeah. It's got a horrible ring to it, hasn't it? No. Well, it's out there now anyway, guys. You've heard it here first. I'm actually not that funny. I've just I'm never just heard a Jordan oh. person talk about organic before. That was <laughs> the thing. I was like, really stopping it Would it make one? you feel better yeah. if I talked about Greg's? <laughs> Well, nice link. Yeah. Talking of Greg, oh, yeah. uh, there's, you a, there's, there's two links. Greg Wallace and then Greg's obviously food. Mm-hmm. You, you oh, and c- Greg Rutherford. Uh, oh, yes. Well, so you crazy loon, you're going on Celebrity MasterChef. I am indeed, yeah. Well, you can't, obviously, you've, you've done a bit of it already, I'm yes. assuming. Uh, so you can't tell us too much about how far you get. But first no. of all, can I just say, I like to cook. Do you? But my idea of cooking on uh-huh. TV literally makes me want to just shit myself. He's <laughs> I mean, a really good cook. Are well, you? Yeah. Joe's a very good cook too. But no. I mean, uh, but like I said, I... I mean, you know, I like to be cooked. I like to cook alone. Like, okay. even if people come in and try to help me, I'm like, no, get out, get out. You know, yeah. I, I, I like to do it very much. It's a solitary thing. So you don't need no Greg characters going, James, going, what well, are you doing? What, what are you, are you doing here then? Yeah. You see Paul Hollywood on Bake Off going right in there when people, like, you can tell, I mean, that would be my worst, worst nightmare. So A, Paul Hollywood what the fuck are you thinking? <laughs> in, in any context at all. And yeah. B, how, yeah. how did you handle it? 
So I think for me, I've lived most of my life under extreme camera scrutiny, um, even right now. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, so it's becoming almost second nature to do things that you really shouldn't do in front of a camera, in a front of a camera, mm. i.e. Really? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've all seen yeah. it, Joe. <laughs> but yeah, like it's just, it, yeah. I almost forget they're there. So in situations that a lot of people find incredibly invasive, for me, it's just second nature. Um, but yeah, I, I can't lie, I'm not a chef. Less master chef, more disaster chef. Um, so, so the cooking's so more of an issue than the actual being on camera. Yeah. yeah. So what's the motivation for, you know, cooking in front of? <laughs> is it Greg and John? John, yeah. John yeah. will be doing it. Yeah. So it's um, I have got a massive crush on Greg Wallace. Do you know what? I think he's probably one of those people that quite a lot of people would have as their unusual celebrity crush. Guilty pleasure, mate. Yeah. Speechless. What? I mean, yeah, n- not my bag, but I oh. mean. Will you meet a man? He absolutely gives Listen, birth to charisma. I'm sure it's very nice, but have you watched the show and seen him eat? Have you seen him work his way around a spoon? It's not attractive. He knows his way around yeah. a plate of food, like, but doesn't he? See, weirdly, I, I was going to say, I think that what I like about the way those two eat food is that yeah. you can really tell they're into it. Do you it's know like, what I mean? It's com- it's all encompassing, isn't they're it? they're too into it. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it's a little bit weird. Yeah, yeah. It's like a bit porny, isn't it? <laughs> and they really go, they really get that camera right in there. I can see that, you know, Greg, every now and again, I know when he needs to floss. Do you know oh, what I mean? Stop. It's like, come on. It takes them so long. Like, that's yeah. the most nervous and bit like obviously the cooking and putting something out that's presentable and that you're proud of is is really intense but when you are actually waiting for them to judge your food and like you say like the time passes so slowly and they are agonizing over it because they are they're getting every single taste they're getting every single texture so they can critique it correctly it's it's it takes so long and they got all these different shots and you're just sitting there like but- do you fucking like it or not? <laughs> but, you say that. Yeah, yeah. yeah on more than yeah. one occasion. I was like, lads, you are killing us. Yeah, I love okay. it. <laughs> but riddle me this, Pattinson. How the hell, right, do they keep that food warm? Because this is what stresses me out. Because oh. I see you all do it. They all finish. Yeah. And then, of course, you, everyone's judged like for about 10 minutes. I'm thinking, well, what's happened to Vicky's food? It's getting cold while you're judging somebody else. Stick it in the microwave like everybody oh, else. Go. Yeah. There's something about this room, guys, and you two, that is just making me drop truth bombs. <laughs> so here. There it goes again. BBC, please don't hate me. Um, they don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one element that you they are not judging you on. Heat. It, yeah, heat. It could be stone cold, but as long as it's it. delicious. Because you, you can know, be first. That, there is, that reminds me of a fun fact that I don't know if this is true, but I like to believe it. You know how they keep food looking steaming hot and warm on like packets, on the pictures on packets? Uh-huh. Microwave a tampon and shove it in the middle. Because that absorbs. And then all the steam comes up. Yeah. Is that yeah. true? Yeah, apparently. Wow. Yeah. And I heard you and know. And they say you don't learn anything new I every day. <laughs> every day is a school day with Elvin. <laughs> Stick with me. I trust yeah. you. Yeah. What else did they do? They brush things with vegetable oil because it yeah. gives it like a nice shine. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you, I suppose you can't really tell us much about it, but what's. You know, what's your signature dish? Yeah, before, before like going your, on your this, killer. what was your go-to? Mm. So before going on this, I was like what you, I'd typically describe as like a student chef. Like I'd never really cooked. I certainly wasn't what you'd consider like cordon bleu. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. Is it Gordon Bleu or Cordon Bleu? I think Gordon Bleu is a drag queen, possibly. I thought it was was after like Gordon Ramsay or something. (laughs) Right, so Cordon Bleu. Um, 
yeah, I just I learned at uni and picked up bits and pieces off me mum and dad as I was growing up. But I went to uni in Liverpool and I lived with all the lasses. And once a week, one of us would cook for each other. So it was things like spaghetti bolognese, or I might swing my dick about with a shepherd's pie once in a while. <laughs> I beg your pardon. <laughs> you, you were. I hope sure. you didn't do that on Master <laughs> Chef. Is that, a secret, <laughs> is that a secret ingredient? I don't know about. <laughs> um, in the I'm suddenly a vegan. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I was very basic with my skill set and I just wanted to improve and grow. I think as you get older, you get very little opportunity, apart from coming on here, guys, where I've learned a lot already, um, but to try something new. Yeah. So yeah. get out of your comfort zone and do something. Well, I was going to say, it, it's a good a, on you. Yeah. I mean, it would terrify me. Me too. Oh, don't get wrong. Yeah. I was absolutely petrified. Yeah. Was petrified. I mean, you know, it, it's that cliche, but it's, it's, it's so true. Getting out of your comfort zone yeah. and that really testing yourself, isn't well, it? That's it's it, like, yeah. I see it all the time. I see nothing exciting ever happens in your comfort zone. And yet I am one of the, I'm so guilty of just coasting. Like, I love my little life. You know what I mean? But whenever I do push myself out, whenever I do something like The Hunted or like The Jungle or like MasterChef, amazing things happen. Yeah. Yeah. I learn something about myself. I get myself out there. I feel proud of myself and brave again. Um, and that's what I really thrive on. So, yeah, I absolutely love the experience. I kind of tell you as much more than that. Uh, but um, How long did you dwell on when, when the offer came through? How long did it take you to say yes? Or was it an immediate? Oh, uh, no time at all. I don't really? turn down much work, mate. <laughs> You're like, what time? <laughs> yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there in half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean that the series doesn't stop for a month? I'm outside. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, I, I've been, I've been wanting to do it for a while. It's yeah. one of the ones I wanted to do. Um, okay, well, be- I want to get in the BBC as well. Yeah, if I'm honest. Well, good luck. <laughs> well done. You, you've done it. Yeah. You nailed it. And you've got another show coming out. Yeah, you're taking over yeah. our TV. I'm really sorry. Yeah, everyone's going to be sick of the sight of us. Um, I have done a series with Quest Red called Vicky Patterson No Filter. And it's sort of um, off the back of my show for them called Vicky Patterson The Breakup. And it's just sort of, it picks up sort of leaving me life after that, putting myself back together after everything that happened last year. Yeah. And it takes a more positive adventurous and brave approach to uh, everything that's happened this year. It's about making people in their 30s, women in particular, feel very good about themselves. Mm, that's really interesting. And just looking forward. Yeah. yeah. Being positive, being yeah. hopeful, realising that, like, actually, rather than being scared of your 30s, it's where loads of really good things happen. Yeah. Dude, just don't even say that to me. I miss my 30s so yeah. much. Do you? God, yes. Yeah. It's the best decade. I, I think you learn about yourself yeah. in your 30s, don't Th- you? 31 was my favourite age. Was it? Yeah. I'm 31 now? Yeah. yeah, that's my favourite age. I well, don't know remember, why. Remember how hot you are now as well. Because <laughs> you'd be looking at yourself when you're nearly 50 and going, oh God, no, why didn't I appreciate it then? I'm going to turn that back on you, Elvin. Remember, you're never going to be as hot as you are today. Jesus. That's a very positive yeah. way of looking oh, at it. Nice but if you think thing, about maybe. it, you know, you're getting old every day. So remember, today's your hottest day ever. You should have stopped with the original statement. The end bit made me sad. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm still working on myself, life guru. Yeah. <laughs> One my of your ins- many my talents. Ins- my Insta quotes. Yeah. <laughs> no, but how old are you? I'm 31. Oh my god, you're just at the beginning of the best decade. Yeah. I'm feeling yeah. really like excited about this decade. Like, yeah. I never was bothered about 30. I think. Um, at the time, it, it came and went so fast. Like I was busy, um, and I was working a lot, and I was living in London, and it just it just didn't even phase us. But 31 last year. It hit us like a ton of bricks. It was suddenly like, well, 30 was exciting. It was a milestone. But 31, you are in this. And what are you doing? And of course, from a personal sense, a lot of things sort of changed for us around then. So it left us feeling really panicked. Mm. But no, this last six months, when I've been making the show and discovering a lot about myself, I've got excited again. And I've just got so much hope and 
yeah, excitement for the next couple of years. You next need, 10 years. You need to keep this podcast and play that again when you're 41. <laughs> and you're, honestly, I'm that as a really, you'll be like, yeah. oh God, it was such an exciting This time. is evergreen yeah. content yeah. right here, Vicky. Yeah. You know, the, this podcast lives forever. Oh, okay, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'll get a copy, man. Going back Long to the archives. Dead. Whatever you say today is <laughs> still going to be out there. God, right? you guys say some really depressing <laughs> shit. <laughs> and they just laugh about it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, the lols. And then cry. <laughs> Uh, anyway, but, um, so when, so hang on, can you tell us when your uh, the MasterChef episode kicks off? So and MasterChef, I'm on end of September. Great, and um, then yeah, and then my, no filter, no filter that starts on second of October. Great, so we can all look out for those very soon. Coming yeah. up a lot, yeah. Fantastic. Well, Vicky, thanks for joining us. And as you know, as part and parcel of this deal, you've now got to go on and debate some very serious topics. Are you ready to do this? Oh yeah, I'm fired up, guys. That's what I said before. I know. I think she's going to be a natural. I'm excited. Let's ah, do it. Let's do it. So, first up this week, Vicky and Joe Ovin. Uh, don't know why I'm using your full name, Joe. It's because I haven't seen you for such a long time. Well, you know. It's uh, getting very it's formal. Like, just keep saying it till you remember it. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of like All these mem- years. So you have to go, Joe, yeah. Joe, Joe Elvin. Yeah. Uh, right, first up. Is it just me? And it's such a basic thing, and it's a nice lead on from talking about MasterChef. I do it every time, <laughs> chopping chili. Right. I always forget. Next thing you know, wipe my eye, tears streaming down my face. Or, <laughs> I mean, obviously, it's a lot worse if you then go to the loo and touch your, you know, I mean. Oh, my God. That hasn't actually happened to me. It's happened to a friend of mine. But why? I, I just oh, can't. Yeah, a friend of his. Yeah. A friend. A friend? Uh, yeah, 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 the bunny quote. Asking uh, for a friend. A <laughs> <laughs> friend of mine touched their penis. No, um, no. Yeah, then, yeah, can you imagine? Well, it must be quite painful. So what or wiping ha- your bum as well. What happened to your friend? Well, it, yeah, it, well the, the burn. <gasps> yeah. Ooh. I know. Not good. But anyway, I mean, um, it's a new sensation, and he never looked back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. He's yeah. been enjoying it ever yeah. since. Yeah. As you can tell, we've gone deep very quickly, <laughs> quite literally. <laughs> First topic, um, but yeah, is it? Am I just the person that gets that rudimentary rule wrong in the kitchen? I mean, oh no, I'm a nightmare. I'm a nightmare. I got wrong. I got wrong for loads of stuff on MasterChef. Um, Did the blue plasters come out a lot on MasterChef? I'm a nightmare. <laughs> so I can't tell you so much, but basically, burns, cuts double dipping not washing <laughs> my hands enough John Turrod's head nearly exploded like I swear to god like I must be one of his worst contestants in the entire history of MasterChef no. oh yeah me. just because uh, apparently I'm not as hygienic as some of these <laughs> other chefs but like I thought my hygiene was like bang on it's only when you get in like a professional kitchen you realise fuck I'm a little bit scruffy like people are really on it so yeah that and as well like I kept I just make a big mess they encourage you to like clean as you go and it just, oh no, I, I'm a messy cook. I yeah, have to say, I, tr- I try to clean yeah, as I go it along. It drives my husband crazy, but I, I actually enjoy cleaning it up, so I don't see the problem because I will clean it up. I don't yeah. leave it for anybody else. But so. Do, so do you do it as you go along? No. no. Yeah, that's no. what I feel because people, people yeah. love to walk in and go, "Ooh, you're a mess." I'm like, "Yeah, but I am. Gonna, I'm just going to yeah. leave it." I like it's creating a masterpiece here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, exactly. I would like a little house elf to come along and do oh. it for me. Little Dobby. Yeah, exactly. Little Dobby, we handy to have. Chili because I think I'm pretty diligent with the washing hands. I'm a pretty anal. I'm I'm at the other end of the Vicky Patterson. Oh, John Terrell <laughs> would like you. Yeah, yeah well, it's an Australian thing. Maybe Clearly, it's an Aussie know, thing. Maybe. They're clean those Aussies. Well, they're really anal. <laughs> but, um, I. It doesn't matter how many times I wash my hands. I can go days later, oh, and sometimes yeah. a, a, an eye scratch will. Pres- What's going on there? Turmeric. 
Turmeric's the one. I, I mean, don't know. Are you, are you, stick with oh my god, no turmeric stains your hand. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. not bad. It's, yeah. it's not burning. Anywhere. And beetroot, cutting beetroot, yeah. that's oh, another one. I mean, you, you know, if you if you really mean business, mm. you're supposed to put on your, your rubber gloves, aren't you, for this kind of stuff, this oh. kind of work. I just think that's a slippery affair. It's very nigella yeah. as well, oh, isn't nah. it? Uh, There's no nothing nigella about me, I'm afraid. <laughs> nothing at all. I think certain things cling to you. I think you're right. I bet, I bet Nigella likes a double dip. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. I bet. I, when I watch her on TV, she's always got her fingers in her mouth. So she, oh, I think maybe you are more Nigella than you think. I reckon Nigella's got her fingers in all sorts. <laughs> she's a bit. She's a bit wild like that, isn't she? Oh yeah. Loki. I love her. No, I do. Not I have it so that we have to legal this podcast. <laughs> we haven't got the budget. So, yeah. Hey, you called her a yeah. double dipper. <laughs> you started this. Show. Yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> spring it, onions what? they stick for, they go for a while as well spring onions if you get yeah. if you get very fresh have ones. you ever had uh, apparently a huge um, uh, <laughs> finish that I, yeah, <laughs> hurry hurry <laughs> where's she going with this <laughs> she's talking very, about me very, not huge, very common injury in A&E departments yeah. is the avocado slash where people oh. have sort of like tried to get the stone out with the knife and the knife slips but I've had one of those I've seen I feel like it's a very Australian injury that yeah, one yeah well Common or very mainstream in London. Yeah, actually. It's very middle class injury, isn't it? Newcastle. It's not a Geordie thing. I'm just putting it out there. We haven't got many of those emergencies in the north. You don't cut your Gregs. No. <laughs> we are past it all. <laughs> oh, I'm never going to be allowed back. No. <laughs> no, but oh, I, I, when I see people after they've got the stone out and then they hold the avocado in their hand and then they just put the knife. Oh. When I see people doing that, you're actually cutting it in the skin. That makes me tense. I think that's just an episode of casualty waiting to happen. Well, that's another thing. They said me knife skills gave them anxiety. Do you have any knife skills when you say that? I'm just really ridiculous. Like, I'm just very flippant, even with a very sharp object. I'm just, I get easily distracted. I'm very nonchalant. And they just, well, really panicked. But yeah, I had a lot of injuries. There was a lot of burning went on, a lot of cutting. And I touched my eyes once or twice after having some hot spaces. Do you like um, spicy food? Just going back to where this originated from. My first... Um, actual challenge in MasterChef was to create a curry from scratch and it's one of those ones where you just walk in and all the ingredients are out I've just got no clue everything I've ever made before has come out of a jar yeah. you know what I mean I like a Lloyd Grossman a Dol Mio I like whatever I just mean, whack it in hope for the best it's a bit of a faffa curry in it yeah. honestly I had no idea where to go and I was just like I do not know what I'm doing and everyone else I was with like Adam Woodyett also known as Ian Beale. Ian Beale. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I think he's actually known as Ian Beale and also Adam Woody, yeah. Yeah, isn't, yeah, isn't yeah. he really? That's let's fair. be honest. That's, that's, that's not quite yeah. the order, yeah. Well, yeah. he was such an accomplished chef. He was fantastic. Was he? Yeah. Wow. Well, he's had that calf for years, hasn't he? <laughs> and he's not the fish and chip shop. Exactly, I bet. He's batter. <laughs> you make a very good point. Yeah. Uh, Judge Jules was in with me. Who? Get oh, on I, this. I bet he can cook. Uh, do you know who his uncle is? Who? Rick Stein. No. No. Get <laughs> <laughs> That's, well, that's like cheating. Isn't yeah, that just? That's, yeah, that definitely is. My uncle's a taxi driver. <laughs> like, I just thought that was a bit of a liberty. It's like me going in the jungle and being like, "By the way, my dad's bear grills." Yeah, <laughs> I just didn't think that was necessarily like a bit of an unfair advantage. Yeah, that's like uh, in like who wants to be a millionaire? Like the ultimate, like you know, phone a friend, of right? Course. Yeah. I'll just call yeah. it Uncle Rick. Oh, how'd you make a curry? Exactly. Well, yeah, they all just knew exactly what they were doing and I was just like running around frying chicken. It was just <laughs> so demoralising seeing how good everyone else was and realising well, just how inept I were was. Were you happy with it? In the end... I got some. I did get some cheeky like advice off Greg and John. I think they felt sorry for us. Oh. Basically, I think they were just like, "She is fucked." Is there a good cop, bad cop? Do you think with Greg and yes. John? Greg is the good cop, and John is the bad cop. Right. I mean, you might ask different people, and different people might see different things. But Greg's cheeky little smile and always finding something positive in what I put in front of him was what kept me going. John's was, in fact, quite scathing at times. <laughs> but I learned a lot from him. I learned a lot from him, and I actually think he did have a soft spot for us eventually. <laughs> 
Eventually. How could you not? I can't wait to see this. <laughs> no, me too. He pulls some terrible faces at his man. He's, what he thinks is written all over his face. He can't hide it. Yeah, he doesn't have a poker face really, does he? He just thought, you did. <laughs> I literally am very excited now to see you being told off by John Tarot. And have you tried oh. to make a curry from scratch since? No. <laughs> yeah. no the, the jars are just so good, man. Like, who's wasting time? What jar? Got? What about the, you know, the phone number? Yeah. Oh, Deliveroo. Oh, I love, love a good Deliveroo. Yeah. <laughs> I always feel slightly embarrassed. Sometimes you're being shamed when you say, order again. You feel like, oh God, how many times have I ordered that? Don't. Well, I'm always in like, I've always been in central London. I've only recently moved out of a hotel. So because there's so many different ones at my fingertips, I never have the awkward run-ins. So I feel no shame in ordering three deliveries in one day. (laughs) But luckily for me, I've moved to somewhere a little bit further out. So maybe I will get that shame and I'll stop being such a greedy bastard. Yeah. Don't change. Don't change. Yeah. Your law. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think there's a ghost. That light keeps flickering. We are. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Great. So, I don't know. You know, as usual, no conclusions. No. But, you <laughs> know, yeah, we all know that, you know. Yeah. Deliver at will. Chili's a nightmare. Don't feel any shame. Yeah. 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 Amen. Your law. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Again. <laughs> so the next topic we've got is, is it just me that likes to prove people wrong? And I feel like there's potential for me to get really deep on this one, so I'll keep it brief. Because no, I know no. we're a jovial just, sort. Yeah, you just, know your audience, you Vicky. You in. Light and shade, light and shade. Yeah. Um, this started for me when I basically, I left Geordie Shaw and everyone, including some people at like MTV and my agents and stuff, never thought I would actually have the potential to do anything after. Um, and it was that feeling of... And Can I just say, do people just say that? blankly to you oh god why anyone's got any problem seeing it here from someone who came from like a reality tv start especially something like geordie shaw which was probably considered the most controversial of all of the three that were around at the time the big the ones. <laughs> <laughs> definitely the geordiest yeah. we had yeah. that covered <laughs> yeah. yeah um yeah i think they didn't have any problems sort of saying well what are you going to do next um and like what are your plans like but and almost like sort of insinuating that there was nothing else out for you. I mean, agent at the time, he was desperate for us not to leave. Desperate for us not to leave. He's like, no, you've got to stay what you're going to do next. And I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do next, but I know there's more. Um, and it was with the support of MTV and moving to a new agent, a great agent, that I have managed to accomplish a bit more. But it was, I truly believe, a sense of like drive and wanting more for myself, but also wanting to prove people wrong mm. that I could do something else that has got us to where I am today and keeps getting us places. I think that's actually really, really admirable and inspiring. How do you keep up the inner sort of like self-belief mm. that, you know, that inner dialogue when every all the outside people are saying... Because also, Vicky, I will say as well, I do think as well, because there's that slight snobbery, isn't there, in the media or just about reality TV shows, they go in much harder on you anyway. I think you're held, they will probably criticise you in in a way. I mean, it was quite fascinating, actually, watching the Jade Goody documentary. Did you watch that? Yeah, I watched bits. It was very sad. Well, really sad. But watching it back, you know, I mean, I remember it vividly, but I'd forgotten just how awful the press spoke about her when she just first went into Big Brother. And certainly they use language they would not get away with now. But I still think... Uh, you know, they they talk about reality TV stars. It's almost like they're they're an easy shot. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's, and agreed. so I think you have to work 
extra hard then to, I to guess, prove people else. wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think there's a number of reasons why we are easy targets. Um, and I've never once sort of like fought against it or anything. I've just always endeavoured to put my best foot forward and prove people wrong. But also you have a great sense of humour. You know, I think I can understand people that take themselves far too seriously yeah. that need bringing down a peg or two. Fair enough, maybe that's, <laughs> you know, but you know. If you, you can laugh at yourself, think it's exactly. battling it. But no, I think where it comes from with reality TV stars, people like... Um, actors or singers or songwriters or dancers or journalists they're all considered to have a discernible talent um, and the common the common misconception I truly believe is that reality TV stars are completely talentless now don't get us wrong I know there's a whole heap of them out there a heap of them out there who just literally <clears throat> off like essentially <laughs> just reality TV stars but then I think there's some people who, who do go on to prove people wrong who prove they can be funny or warm and compassionate who prove they can captivate an audience yeah. who can go on to do different things I mean, and actually God look at Rylan you know yes. I mean I know exactly. X Factor isn't exactly the same sort of thing but who would have predicted when we first saw Rylan snot crying on <laughs> yeah. X Factor into a, into a pillow with yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. and now yeah. he's like you know Mr. Primetime TV yeah. you, know? you see he's just got ready steady cook yeah. yeah what a buzz you should go on that what do yeah. you think <laughs> yeah <laughs> Red peppers, green tomatoes. <laughs> no, she got an advantage now. She's in celebrity master chef, not allowed yeah. on. <laughs> no, exactly. He's a great yeah. example. Like he's gone out to do something great, but I think that's why people think they can get away with it because they think you've not worked to get here. Mm. You've not. There's not been blood, sweat, and tears put into honing a craft for you. You got this too easy. So we're not going to make it easy for you now. Yeah, yeah. but it is funny as well because the truth is, you know, there are a lot of boring people that would not be able to do that job. You know what All I mean? Right. Because this is true. You know, and yeah. it's, it's an expression that's used in TV. You know, you you are you make great TV. Mm. You know, but lots of people don't. Yeah. You know, if you followed the average person, they they wouldn't have. So you know, it is unfair. I think to say there's no skill. You <laughs> it, know, because exactly because you have to have something for the producers yeah. to see you've got that standout. Yeah. And even want to cast you on a reality yeah. show, you have to. I like to yeah. think there's something. I like to think, especially when we made Geordie Shaw, they picked her for things like strength. Like for me, I feel like it was me wit on me feet. Absolutely, Absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe it's me strength. Like I know for a fact they were talking to people like who casts at MTV over the years. It was like we've seen you as a real mother figure, guiding the girls. I was a little bit older. I think you can't help but pick Charlotte for like our warmth, for our likability. There was real reasons we got picked. Yeah. I do know sometimes there's such a, with the market's completely oversaturated now, and with such a wild influx of people just being on reality TV, I don't think there are as many standout stars. Mm. But no, I, I do think some of we have got something to offer. Oh, where yeah. do you stand, Vicky, on this? Because obviously it's become a big talking point now, hasn't mm. it, about the mental welfare oh. and, and the you know the the sort of aftercare with people that go on these TVs. How, how with your sort of experience of it? How do you where do you stand on that? What would you say to people who are thinking about going on Love Island or, or whatever? Or how do you think things are going to change? I'm very conflicted because obviously I can only speak from experience, and I don't. I think it's a subjective thing. Mm. Like anyone has their own personal journeys, um, and I don't think I can speak for the people who unfortunately aren't with anymore um, but what I do think it, it takes a very thick skin mm. to be in an industry like reality TV where you are considered a complete sitting duck Yeah, you are fair game for anybody because of the aforementioned reasons I gave but more than anything the industry in general whether you're a singer dancer whatever artist it, it is hard um, I personally feel like I've had to develop a thick skin over time um, and I think the public has a right to have an opinion on me and I say this, and some people are like, well, why do you think that? Why do you think that? Well, because I wouldn't be doing what I was doing if the public didn't put me here. The jungle was a changing point for me. It was a complete turning point. And if they hadn't got behind me, 
I'd be back in my call centre selling Sky. Mm. That, that's God's honest truth. So when now they have an opinion about who I date or how I look or how I conduct myself, I feel like to a certain degree they've got every right. Mm. Um, that is a huge... <laughs> cross to bear that is well, but, I, no, but I think I think I, what you're saying is you're not biting the hand that feeds you in no. the many respects you know I think and I think that's oh, what but I think but I also think and I think that's really admirable but I also think that that is the get out clause for when the media are like vipers yeah don't bite the hand that no. feeds no, I'm, not, so, yeah. I'm not saying they have free reign yeah. to do it but yeah. I think what tends to happen a lot is I think people when they get to a certain level of fame they yeah. just don't want to have any kind of intrusions or and interruption I get that as well but unfortunately if you've actually made your 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 fortune and your name based off yeah. basically putting yourself out there. Yeah. It's very hard to roll it, roll it back it in. Is. It's the same way that like, you know people who sell their weddings and first baby pictures to a magazine. And then you can't then cry privacy. You know so it is. How, so how hard. do you navigate then? Because you're in a happy relationship at the moment. Yeah. How do you navigate how much of that is owned, quote unquote, by the public? <laughs> um, I give far too much, um, <laughs> far too much. And my PR and my agent are sitting here. Just and sort of like choosing, <laughs> ignoring everything you <laughs> say, right? They're just like, Pretending yeah. it's not happening. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I know that. But then again, it's I'm a product of how, of the industry I've been brought up in. Do you know what I mean? So from the age of like, from my early 20s, from 21, I'd started this journey. And it became second nature to me to have my relationships played out on screen, the rise and ultimately, in my experience, the falls. <laughs> so um, for me to now want privacy um, or for when something bad happens in my life, something that doesn't happen, like doesn't exactly go to plan, for me then to say, oh, hang on, I watched, I showed you all when it was good, but now you have no right to say it now, it's going bad, doesn't feel logical to me. Mm. I think if you're going to give people the bits you want to give them, they're going to obviously be interested in the other bits as well. It's a very fine line. I, I'm still learning. I know I give too much. And then also I'm I'm prone to whinging when they want more. <laughs> it's just so difficult. Like the public are lovely across mm. the board. Like I've not got a problem with the public. It's sometimes, it's just sometimes it's the press I can struggle yeah. with, the spin that can put on things. That's the only bit that, to me, feels a little bit cruel. I think you have to remember it's a bit like that with everything in the world right now. I think yeah. you, you go on social media and I think you have to remember deep down the majority of people are very good and very nice. Uh -huh. Unfortunately, the wankers and the twats, see, they're <laughs> the ones you always will let have a louder voice. It yeah. takes one tweet to bring you well, crashing down. You can have a thousand people saying lovely things about you. So you just have to try and, I think, block that stuff out. It's that song, isn't it, that um, you heard Baz Luhrmann? wear sunscreen yeah i play that like all the time um, it's like my little positive affirmation but there's a line in it and it says um throw away your bills but keep your love letters mm. and to me that i try and apply that to this like remember all the lovely things people say yeah. about you on social media remember all the nice pictures remember the moments people said that you are an inspiration remember that you said like they loved you in the jungle and throw away the one dickhead, you know what I mean, who said yeah. something nasty or said, oh, another one, when you post a picture of you and your new fella, just forget it. Yeah. Um, and it's easier said than done. Yeah. Um, I am trying to learn, but yeah, sometimes it can be hard and that's what I mean. I think the people who are thrust into the limelight with shows like Love Island, that, oh my God. Don't worry, my phone, <laughs> my phone's not on silent, but you know, we're mic'd up so no one heard that apart from Vicky who just called just me out. Vicky was about to I know, say so profound and yeah. then my stupid yeah. ring. I liked it, it was a cute <laughs> one, nice little jingle. When it's called, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think when they're thrust in the limelight like, with massive shows, juggernaut shows like Love Island, you, they don't have a chance to work out what's happening to them. Um, and for us, we grew with the level of fear. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, nobody wanted to talk about Jodie Shaw. Nobody wanted to print about Jodie Shaw at first. And we were relatively unknown, apart from like a very cult audience around the ages of sort of like 16 to 24. That's our key demographic. But as the show became more popular and people were, it became impossible for people to ignore, we were becoming more savvy. Don't get us wrong. We never stopped falling out of bars and <laughs> nightclubs drunk. We were never that savvy. <laughs> but we were learning to deal with it a bit better. Yeah. Whereas you come out of Love Island and you've been... Well, especially now. I think, yeah. I think the first few seasons, people didn't know what they were... Yeah. There was a gradual... And I think even people in the first few seasons now say, God, they would probably not Couldn't do it have now. Dealt with it. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. They just come out having lived in this bubble it's, for like, what is it, three months, four months? Yeah. Fascinating. Isn't but, it just? Yeah. And it just get all this thrust upon them. Yeah. They've got three million Instagram followers. They've got like agents fighting over them. But they've also got like all the negative sides, which is not everyone's going to like you. Yeah. Not everyone can like you. Do you know what I mean? And, and they've got to deal really with that. how you predict, I guess, no. how you're going to react to that? Well, that, that's where they need life yeah. guru Vicky Pattinson. I think you're a I very wise ahead. old soul. You, you know, <laughs> you and I have, think... You could have like a, a school. Yeah, yes. Yeah. A school like for a reality TV stuff. So. Yeah. Seminars. You yeah. Could yeah. Sem- etiquette yeah. school for Vicky Pattinson's charm school. We could go into business together. That was my idea. I was going to say. Everyone heard it, Joe. You can have it, Vicky. Yeah. I like the sound of that. Oh, Your agents are getting very panicked now, going, no, yeah. don't, don't, don't <laughs> give her any rights to anything. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Is it just me? And please tell me it isn't. Please <laughs> tell me it isn't just me who tends to, has a tendency when I've had a ginger pop or two, <laughs> a couple of drinks, to tell the same stories over and over again. <laughs> I get in trouble for it. Well, my version of it is I've got two things. When I'm in, in the process of being drunk, in my defence, I will say I'm a happy drunk. Oh, yeah. You know, some people have a few drinks and they get a bit mean or a bit nasty maudlin, or a bit, or yeah. a bit sad yeah. or a bit maudlin. I am like, <laughs> and then flop, like you know, sort of like, and it goes like, like that. A but I'm very happy when I've had a drink. Good. 
And I think I'm hilarious. <laughs> I so, bet you are, Joe. But the thing is, though, if if I think that maybe I told the joke and you sort of like went, huh, and I'll, I'll be like, no, 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 no. I don't, think, I don't think you heard me. Take two, take two. And I will tell that joke uh-huh. repeatedly. Until you laugh hard enough. Tickling myself over and over again. Like, maybe yeah. you didn't get it yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe you didn't hear me. Until somebody goes, yeah, 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 yeah. we heard it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then the other thing I do is I get home, if I've been out on my own, particularly for work or something, I'll tell my husband all my stories, you know, something like the GQ Awards, which we went to last yeah. year. Like It's the same. I'll come home and tell all the stories, ah, collapse into bed, then get up at eight o'clock in the morning and say, guess what? And he's like, and, he, and then we, he has 25 minutes of, yeah, you've told me. Yeah, you told me that. Yeah, you told me. Yeah, you told me that. Yeah, yeah. You I'm just impressed you can still remember them the next day. I me think too. you should get a bit of credit yeah. for that. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Vicky. But, but see, I think there's something very mean because I'm quite good in my friends. If they start repeating a story to me, I nip it in the bud straight away. Ooh, I go, told me, told me. But I've got some friends that literally will let you get the whole way to the end of the story yeah. and then go, yeah, you told me that last week. Yeah, that, my uh, husband does that. And that's, oh. and that's you. Because then not only do <laughs> yeah. you feel like a dickhead, yeah, you then yeah. also be like, I've just waited, wasted 20 minutes of my life. Yeah. It's like, you know, you just robbed me of 15 minutes of my life. I'm neither. Do you know which one I am? <laughs> So I'll let you tell your stories to me over and over again. I never let on. Nah, and I'll laugh, I'll laugh at all the right points. Oh, we you're finally so- found each other. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, let's get you to a drink. <laughs> Best offer I've had all day. But then you know when you're telling, so you're telling your story to someone else who does the whole, yeah, you've told me that. I think, I've fucking listened to your story <laughs> 10 times, mate, and laughed at all the right points and done all the right things. And now you're going to cut me off like that. So you've been brought up well, clearly. Yeah, Good she's manners. She's in the corner. Yeah, you might. Yeah, no, um, I mean, I, I don't think I do repeat my stories, but um, I must do. I don't know. I'm, if, when you're drunk, I'm drunk. So I, I know. Don't know. I was going to say, I'm going to look at anyone. I tell signature stories over and over again. Do you, what, what are your go-tos? I have this one, you know, when anyone talks about their childhood, this one I bring up about how much of a terrible child I was where I wouldn't wear shoes at Butlins. We, me, me and my family went to a caravan park and I was a full-blown screamer, which is probably why I'm petrified of having children myself. Um, I threw a massive tantrum, wouldn't wear these shoes, so loud that I was screaming. How old were you? Um, 20. Two, two. <laughs> this was last yeah. week. Yeah. 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 I was two. Yeah. Um, that the fella from the neighbouring caravan came in and knocked on to make sure like me mum and dad weren't killing me basically yeah. they're like is everything alright and they, my dad was like she won't put her shoes on mate she want to give it a go <laughs> like, oh, that's Nigel <laughs> yeah I, I tell that and I tell that story every time I'm drunk and my friends just sit there and listen like She's at it again. It's a cute you know, story, though. Do you think? Yeah. So you know you, she's drunk. You get away with it. Yeah. Do you have a drunken yeah. party game or like a? We, t- we talked a bit oh. about karaoke earlier. Are you saying is karaoke your sort of drunken? Oh, I love a good. Car- I I went to uh, Tokyo a couple of years ago, um, and basically was was felt really lonely. Was quite shocked at the. Um, they're like sort of just traits of their culture, I think. I suppose they're, they're quite um, secular. They don't like, I've tried to high five and hug people. I'm very tactile and they just didn't respond well to it. So the only place where I actually felt really comfortable was a Hooters. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and they had a karaoke bar. So I spent all my free time singing with like Japanese businessmen in this Hooters. Hang on, in Tokyo. Were, you, were you just there on your own? <laughs> I was, with the, I was with the film crew, but they'd this been there quite a while. <laughs> they were yeah. very sick of me, and they, they'd done like I think Joel Domit had been there the week before. Like they'd been with like quite a few celebs, and by this point they were all just ready to go home. So yeah, I just I went to Hooters and talked about fake eyelashes with the waitresses and sang karaoke. And go, is it Gloria Gaynor you said your go-to? Gloria Gaynor, I will survive. I mean, 
that says a lot about me as a person. <laughs> I'm very vengeful. <laughs> no, <laughs> Get I rid of me. That, that's sort of like, you know, joyful defiance, I think. Ooh, I will thanks. survive. I yeah. was going straight for spite. <laughs> okay. Well, we see the world differently. Yeah. yeah. See, karaoke for me is one of those things a bit like now, like going clubbing. Like you have to catch me at just the right Ooh, level yeah. of drunkenness. Like if you told me karaoke sober, I literally would get really anxious. Yeah. I don't think I could ever be drunk enough because I I now know because um, somebody bought my daughter a sing star thing where you sit oh. in your lounge room and sing and you can really hear yourself singing. Did that person hear you? I, no, no, no. <laughs> maybe, but I had no idea. I thought I I knew I couldn't sing. But I had no idea how absolutely level. like cats having sex it sounds. <laughs> I mean, uh, so I, I just I know that now. Yeah. It, it, in every fibre of my body, I I, I would You're have just to aware. be so drunk. I, I actually heard cats having sex just the other night for the first time ever. That's terrible. Yeah, I I, would, I am the worst singer on this. Hold on. But do you think it does go one of two ways? I think you either get very much better mm. or a hell of a lot worse. I'm always too drunk to know which way I've gone, but I always think I've got better. I start off slow, you know what I mean? Maybe it's like a little girl's allowed number. I work up to me Gloria Gaynor, and by the end, I've got like everyone doing backup vocals. I've got a tambourine, and I'm walloping out Adele, and I think I'm good. And wow. I'm like, why aren't I signed? Well, this sounds like another um, variety show. <laughs> this is great. This is like, they're all just banging out of you. This I mean, is brilliant. One yeah. of my worst karaoke stories ever, there was a point in my 20s, so drunk, my friend, we stumbled into a bar and we thought it was a karaoke bar. Oh, no. Signed ourselves up for it and then got up on stage. And at, at that point, we thought, where's the book? You know, we, we, we choose the song. It was like an open mic night, wasn't no, it? No. no, literally. I looked over and there's a man on a keyboard. No. And he literally goes, what, what, what are we doing, boys? And literally, it was like, what? It, and then I looked up, there's this sign, so you think you can sing. Oh, my God. It was literally an open mic singing contest. And we no. were on stage, spotlight on us. And Did I just went, do it? nine to five. <laughs> <laughs> literally. Yes. Because <laughs> always go a bit upbeat, camp. Got to. Do I and know thank, this other person? Uh, yeah, I don't think you do actually. Uh, but yeah, we, so literally we did it because we were so drunk. We just went with it. And actually, I think it was more because 95 is such a feel good song. Yeah. It was fine. But then we got through to the next round. We had to do no. it again. What was your next song choice? Oh, by that point, we were so pissed. Oh, he's, he's humble bragging. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, this is really bad. And yeah. then we did that thing you never do. You then went for a ballad. No. So literally, we went from being these really good fun guys singing nine to five. To Wind singing, beneath my wings. So, oh, it was some, oh, some terrible Westlife song. I can't even, my oh. friend chose it because he was so pissed. And then literally, you know, when you could just see the audience turning they were because they because they'd gone for an actual like proper yeah. it was the kind of people that normally you know are backing singers for professional singers oh, shit, and there's these two drunken idiots i mean i still get actually slightly i've got like hives they're just, they're just, <laughs> just rem- like, reminiscing I about I, it just when i thought i knew everything no. about you <laughs> yeah amazing. i buried i buried that one yeah. deep yeah, yeah. So ballads are always a tough choice me you can hear the pin drop can't oh. you yeah shame sorry no, about that well i'm not going to change my style of being a drunk person no <laughs> oh god yeah. i never do are it. you i mean no i've tried for years guys this is here to stay yeah I think it's set now, really, isn't it? At this point, kind of like teaching old dog new tricks. Kind of. <laughs> Literally, yeah. Especially this old dog. <laughs> yeah, she likes yeah. her tricks. <laughs> she likes her stories. Get used to them. Yeah, <laughs> they had to stay. Yeah, look, I haven't got any new ones. I have no, no life. <laughs> You're stuck with the stories I've got. Repeating yeah. my stories. That's my shtick. <laughs> yeah. uh, Vicky, we could talk to you all day. Oh, we really could. Yeah, we really could. In fact, uh, we're never getting out of this room. <laughs> yeah, it is a bit of a padded cell yeah. where we are yeah. today. In fact, it's a nice vibe, guys. Oh. I like what you've done with the place. Thank you, especially for you. We redecorated. Uh, anyway, Vicky, lovely to see you. Thank good you. Good luck with Master. Please, please you come and see us again. Yes. Oh, anytime, guys. I've had a blast. Thank oh. you so much for having us. Good. And good luck with everything. You. See you soon. And yes, guys, thank you so much for listening. And thank you for all your lovely messages over the past few weeks. Uh, it's lovely to have felt missed. Uh, yeah. But we're going to be back for a new season. So we're going to be with you for a few weeks. So um, yes, we'll see you again at the same time next week. Bye-bye. Bye.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.